0: in the morning they influence our decisions without us knowing it they numb our senses without us feeling it they control our lives without us realizing it they live horror master john carpenter directs this heart-pounding thriller aliens are systematically gaining control of the earth by masquerading as humans and lulling the public into submission humanity's last chance lies with a lone drifter who stumbles upon a harrowing discovery, a unique pair of sunglasses that reveal the terrifying and deadly truth. I'm Corey And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie
1: Bros. Here are the B-Movie Bros. Best of our ability.
0: Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, here we are. We're back after, uh, a little break for, a couple things that went on here. And, uh, finishing Conspiracy Month with the 1988 film, They Live. And the conspiracy, of course, of aliens are here and controlling us. You heard what the back of the DVD box had to say. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. let us Let's get through the top first here. So for me, number three. This movie has the best worst fight scene ever. It's so dramatic and over the top, it makes professional wrestling look like the fucking Godfather. Like, it, it's just amazingly bad, and what, every time you think it's over,
1: nope, nope. It's gotta go on for another four or five minutes. But, Corey, it's a metaphor, so that makes it okay to be overly long and ridiculous. And still, you have to take it seriously. No, it's hilarious, no uh, matter which way you look at it.
0: Number two. This film has some pretty fun action sequences, whether it's, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper shooting people in a bank... Shooting people in a police station, or, well, a TV station, or whatever place he's at. Just shooting people. Exactly. Or aliens, whatever they are. Blizzard people. Yeah, done done pretty well, pretty fun. And number one, Rowdy Roddy Piper's one-liners. You know, all kinds of famous lines came out of this movie. One in particular, which might appear just a little later on here.
1: So number three... This movie has some really iconic things, such as the sunglasses that allow you to see the truth, you see, like, propaganda and all advertisements, you see, like, lizard alien people everywhere, and, you know, all sorts of really, um, iconic things, including a line that we'll probably get into later, which I originally thought was from a Duke Nukem game. Number two. Rowdy Piper and Keith David worked really well together in this film. Like, they played well off each other, and they just made for a really entertaining duo. Even if some of the scenes they were in were unintentionally hilarious, they were still entertaining. And number one, of course, were the one-liners by Rowdy Piper throughout this film. They were just amazing and well-timed, and Rowdy Piper was probably the best guy they could have gotten as the main character of this. On to the bottom three for this film. For me, number three,
0: I feel like this movie has some mixed messages. You know, the subliminal text, you know, says to obey, you know, respect authority, whatnot. But it also tells you to get eight hours of sleep, get married, have kids. Like, like some things that I think are supposed to be good for you. Other than you know, like the brainwashingness.
1: You yeah, know, it was like everything supposed to be propaganda or brainwashing. Like, what's the bad, and, and the, like, the other mixed message is, like, the
0: aliens are supposed to be this upper class, all better than you, but there's, like, people working in offices and in low-level jobs and police officers and soldiers that get killed left and right that are these aliens, so, like, what is it? Are, are they the super upper class in charge, or are they the low-level grunty, like, is there an echelon within the upper echelon? I, I don't know, and I don't think this movie knows either.
1: They give you the impression that the whole world is basically being run by these guys, and they control all industry, all media, all corporations, but, like, they all try to make it seem like they're just trying to get things on board, like... I mean, they make it pretty clear that they've got plenty of people on their side, like normal human beings, like, who, because we're apparently all sellouts, but yet they're, yet they're also being, aliens are being used as grunts, too. Like, that didn't make sense. They clearly didn't think that through all the way. Number two, what was going on with being in space and
0: sending people and aliens to other planets while simultaneously being inside a TV station on Earth? Like, No explanation? No. This movie is full of that. There are so many times where things aren't explained, and, um,
1: okay, I I move on. Logic and story structure really came second and third in this film. It's very obvious. And then number one, the pacing of this movie is painfully slow. I
0: mean, there are a few fun scenes, but the time between those scenes don't make it worth watching. And even some of the scenes that are fun, like the the fight scene, which I love, still drags on for so long, and it
1: really doesn't need to. Alright, so number three, I'm actually going to talk about the fight scenes uh, between Rowdy Piper and David Keith. It has to be one of the stupidest fights I've ever seen in any movie. It's long, drawn out, just keeps going for no real reason, and it I get it's supposed to be a metaphor for the struggle one goes through while wrestling with the truth. But the whole thing is just so ridiculous and over the top, and it's because it's a metaphor, it's obvious I'm supposed to take it seriously and be like, Whoa man, like I really feel, you know, his struggle or whatever. But it's just so stupid that like This is something that movies do that annoys the crap out of me. It's like, okay, so this thing is supposed to be a metaphor for this. It still has to make sense, like, logically, otherwise you didn't do a good job of writing it. Like, there could be deeper meaning in a scene, but the scene has to be logical and work on its own. You can't just say, like, well, this only works in a certain context. It has to work and have multiple layers to it. Otherwise, it's just a stupid scene. I could say a scene is about anything. If it's um, ridiculous enough, but if it's not entertaining and I can't get like a surface level like understanding of it from watching it, then read into it later. It's just that's not how a metaphor in a film is supposed to work, and I see so many films do this. It's not just this one, but that annoys the crap out of me. Number two, so the aliens at the end of the films—a spoiler—they just kind of let. Rowdy Piper and Keith David wander into the base after assuming for no real reason that the terrorist group they were a part of was completely annihilated, then they, then things get even stupider when some guy from the shanty town just lets them to where they need to go, just assuming he's on their side, even though they're not, you know, dressed the way anyone else is, and they know that there was a, that there was just a shootout with a terrorist, um, like, literally right outside, so, it was just so dumb, and it was just, like, they didn't have, it was clear they didn't have any idea of how to get from point A to point B, or point C to point D, or point D to point E, or anything else, they were just kind of, like, wandering around, like, and things just kind of worked out, over so often they'd, like, have gunfights to make it seem like they were actual stakes, but, like, it was just a lot of, like, Going from here to here to there with like all these contrivances and all this like all these like assumptions people would make right away, which were just like talking points from the creators that like no logical person would have come up with that easily. Like Ratty Piper, like just kind of knows like all the secrets. He's super woke after like a day, and it's like you think he'd still be struggling with understanding what was going on. He just kind of knows instinctively. There was a lot of that, and it was just kind of like... Yeah, like I said, story took a... Story and, like, plot elements were second to social commentary, which, like, social commentary is great, but, like, story always needs to come first, in my opinion. And number one, speaking of the social commentary in this film, it's just so in-your-face. Like, they just, like, kind of explain things, like, oh, they're aliens or evil, like, money is, like, everything, blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of it's just so unsubtle, it's so in-your-face, and none of it was that particularly deep either. I mean, yeah, I know this came out in 1988, like, 32 years ago, but I feel like even even with that, it could have been done a lot better. It could have, um, yeah, there could have been a lot more subtlety, it could have been a much more interesting message where they really critique, like, things like, Rap, like, um, uncontrolled capitalism, like, elitism, things like that, without, like, you know, making it this ridiculous story, this over-the-top preaching, it really takes away from it, like, how am I supposed to take a, take a theme of oh, yeah, this stuff is bad because, you know, aliens and shit, like, when the metaphor is so like, one when, when everything is so childish and in your face, and everything is so, like, outrageous in the story. There's just nothing to take seriously, and I know that it it was meant to be taken seriously, so, yeah,
0: not impressed. Instead of all the billboards and the text just being plain white with those big words on it, they could have changed the words around on the billboard or something, you know, so that it was, you know, still the same picture, the same thing, but you see there is extra messaging under there instead of just, like, no, it, it really is nothing but... This, you know, message telling you to obey with no real hiding it whatsoever.
1: Or even just if they had had the aliens, like, have a motivation over there, then we're just going to exploit and be evil, because that's just lame, and it just makes it seem like you don't have a very mature way of looking at things, You're just, it's just good guys versus bad guys, and nothing really in between, no real nuance, despite, like, trying to pretend there is. It's really, in my opinion, lazy writing, and what's worse, and I have to point this out, is the shitty Devil May Cry remake was, you could tell, like, the fucking plot was largely based off this and an episode of Futurama, and I fucking hate that game. So, like, yeah, that's another thing that just pisses me off about that, because, like, fuck Ninja Theory and Capcom for that piece of shit. Like, there, I'm I'm done. We mentioned the dialogue a few times, so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote
0: war. We'll quote this movie we'll back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us started off with, "Our human spirit is corrupted." Just that idiot licking his nuts again. That's like pouring perfume on a pig. I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Man, I told you I don't. I didn't want to be involved. Life's a bitch, and she's back. And he. Put on the glasses. I ain't daddy's little boy anymore. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 4 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10. So, They Live proves once and for all that the Ghostbusters were actually aliens. The technology used by them were way too advanced for normal humans to have developed. Also, near the end of the movie, you get to see the Ghostbusters EKG meter being used as a communication device and also as a human detector. Egon and Ray obviously modified the devices to pick up spiritual energies and create demand for a new field to make a ridiculous amount of money, as is the seeming motivation for the aliens in They Live. Also, Venkman looks oddly similar to the aliens in this movie.
1: So it did your... Final take have nothing to do with the actual movie and had more to do with Ghostbusters. It is Conspiracy Month, after all. I respect that. Alright, so They Live is a film that focuses entirely too much on social commentary to the detriment of the story. The whole world is actually under the control of an alien race exploiting humanity in order to make themselves richer. Rowdy Piper finds a pair of magical sunglasses that allows him to see the truth, and joins a resistance group in setting humanity free. What sounds like a cool idea is, unfortunately undermined by the heavy-handed, anti-consumerist social commentary that John Carpenter feels the need to force down our throats with some of the most unsubtle dialogue I've ever heard, heard when he's not having this overly long, Along and out of place metaphors that undermine any credibility this film had as being serious. The plot unfolds in a way that feels like a point, like pointless meandering based on decisions that don't logically follow from previous events. There's never really any sense of urgency, making the whole story feel really long and make me realize that everything that other than the main idea is just an afterthought. They live may have some iconic scenes, memorable one-liners, and some genuinely fun moments, along with some pretty neat ideas that, if developed properly, could have been really interesting. However, unless you're you enjoy the smell of your own farts, it's a chore chugging through this hour, three-minute snooze fest. Well, whether you enjoyed it,
0: hated it, want some extra fun for it, or just want to forget about it, there are always ways to drink away the flick. Drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away this flick. Bum 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 bum. We'll give you some drink games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone talks about losing their job, take a drink. Number two, every time an alien is speaking into their watch, take a drink. Number three, whenever Rowdy Roddy Piper tells someone to put on the glasses, take a drink. Number four, anytime Rowdy Roddy Piper goes through something, a door, a window, a portal, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Conspiracy Month, every time you see something related
1: to the to, or evidence of a conspiracy, take a drink. Every time Rowdy Piper is just wandering around, take a drink. Every time someone mentions TV waves or radio waves, take a drink. Every time Gilbert is around, take a drink. And every time someone puts on the magic sunglasses, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any other thoughts on this movie or anything else Beam related, you leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at like us on Facebook at facebook.com, just bmoveros. follow us on Twitter at Bros, and my personal Twitter at Paul. You can check out all of the content, including reviews, interviews, and chats, at website where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links right below. We've come
0: to the end of Conspiracy Month, so it's time to rank the movies. Um, for me, in the number four spot, The Crow, fuck that movie. In number really, though. <laughs> th- number three, silent warnings. I mean, aliens, you know, window entrances. I-, I kinda remember it, sort of. Number two, they live. Although the movie itself wasn't very good, it did have some fun moments that outweighed the good parts of the other two movies. And number one, Bubba Hotep, which was a fun experience. Lots of conspiracies, and I mean come on, geriatric Elvis fighting a mummy, like, you know, it's hard
1: to make that go wrong, and they did it right. Number four was Silent Warnings, largely because I've already mostly forgotten everything that happened in that film. Number three, They Live. Not even Rowdy Piper and Childs from The Thing could save that movie. It was just too far up its own ass to be a fun film. Number two, The Crow, while not a great film by any extent, I kind of like the style of it, and it's, you know, had a pretty fun plot. At least things kind of made sense for what was going on. And number one, Bubba Hotep, which just blew the other ones away. It was, um, I mean, an Elvis impersonator who may or not be Elvis, um, and a guy who thinks he was JFK, JFK who may or may not be the actual JFK, teaming up to fight a mummy in a in a nursing home. How can you beat that? Well, since uh, we got a late finish to
0: Conspiracy Month, we are going to have a shortened month in September. So why not take a look at movies that have, you know, shortened versions of movies inside of them? We'll have a couple weeks where we'll take a look at some anthology movies. Which one are we going to watch next week? I have no fucking clue. We'll figure it out. It's a surprise. So, after, after September. So, until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.